welcome to a bonus episode of Reviews That Scare with Jess and Blair. I'm Jess. And I'm Blair. Blair, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. Yourself? I am doing very well indeed. Thank you so much for asking. Um, Like I said, this is a bonus episode because we, both Blair and I, saw a very excellent movie that we've been talking nonstop about for months. Um, We saw it this past week, and we're excited to talk about it. But before we do, there's one piece of horror news I want to bring up, and that is that the Academy Awards were last night, and one of our personal favorites, Jamie Lee Curtis, won Best Supporting Actress for the film Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. One of our favorites, so congratulations to her. With that being said, on to the bonus episode, which is Scream 6. Runtime for Scream 6, two hours, two minutes. Long movie, man. Yeah, I'm actually going to go right into fun facts on this one. Longest film in the franchise. Yeah. Which, yeah, it, it felt like it at some places, at others it did not. Blisky, you got anything for fun facts? Just one, so that awesome scene on the subway. Yeah. Everyone was dressed up for Halloween. There were some Easter eggs in there. There were a lot of characters dressed up as characters from Wes Craven movies, such as The Last House on the Left, Deadly Blessing, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Deadly Friend, Shocker, The People Under the Stairs, and Vampire in Brooklyn, just to name a few. I think that is so cool and like such a nice kind of homage. I love that. And I didn't realize it until you had mentioned it. Fantastic. It's so cool. And you actually brought this one up to me, but uh, Samara Weaving is in this movie and she's also from, is it Ready or Not? Ready or Not. Yeah. And there is a character dressed as her as well on the subway, which is pretty cool. So excellent. Hey. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Um, I've got a couple fun facts here. So apparently Courtney Cox was the first cast member to sign on to Scream 6. She signed on right away. Um, it was also nice to see Hayden Panettera in this one. She had a pretty big role in this movie, like a bigger role than I thought she was going to have. And I'm going to bring that up when we talk about likes and dislikes. Um, But I want to finish this up with saying that this was her first acting credit in five years. Really? Unreal. I didn't realize that she she hadn't acted or at least done a credited acting job in five years. That's crazy. And I guess it's not because she like the 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 people doing Scream wanted her back earlier, uh, but they couldn't get a hold of her. I wonder what she's been doing. So I don't I don't think she has an agent. (laughs) So she's just like physically like really hard to get a hold of. That's crazy though. Good honor though, like living her life. And again, I'll get into it in likes and dislikes, but personally, I was over the moon to see her back in the franchise. I was too. Okay, moving right along. This one directed by Matt Bettinelli Olpin. Also directed the last screen film and directed a segment in 2012's VHS. Okay, which segment? I can't remember what it was called, but a segment. It's a good movie. <laughs> it's a good movie, man. We watched that together. 
Yeah, we did. Uh, also directed 2019's Ready or Not. This one also directed by Tyler Gillette, who also co-directed the last Scream film, Ready or Not, and that segment that I don't recall in 2012's VHS. There is this... more in common with um, Ready or Not and Scream than I thought. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, Ready or Not, really good movie. It is. It's a great movie. Yeah. This one, written by James Vanderbilt, also wrote the last Scream movie. And this is a big one. And I did not notice, wrote the screenplay for 2007's Zodiac, which is an excellent movie. Um, also written by Guy Busick, who wrote Ready or Not and the last Scream movie. So bringing a lot of people back from this one. Uh, leading into starring, this one has a pretty big all-star cast. Um, a lot of people who are kind of at the top of popularity at the moment. Melissa Barrera as Sam Carpenter starred in the last Scream movie and 2021's In the Heights. Jenna Ortega as Tara Carpenter also starred as Wednesday Adams in the hit Netflix show Wednesday. She is like the it girl at the moment. She's in everything, man. She was in the last scream as well as X, which was yeah. She movie. played uh, Lorraine in 2022's X and 30 episodes of Jane the Virgin. She's um, doing also, good for herself. Very good for herself. She's hosting SNL this coming week. No, she did it uh, last week. Sorry, she hosted <laughs> SNL this past week. <laughs> And how was it? I don't know. It was good, man. I watched it. It was good. Awesome. I'm I'm happy to hear that it was good. <laughs> uh, also starring Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers. Also starred in 234 episodes of a little show called Friends. But before that, starred in one episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> There's constantly that debate of which is better. I'll leave that up to the listeners. Yeah. But it's Seinfeld. <laughs> Not touched that one. <laughs> <laughs> also starred as Gail Weathers in every Scream movie. She was also in 1994's Ace Ventura Pet Detectives. And most importantly, she was a young woman in the 1984 Bruce Springsteen Dancing in the Dark music video. <laughs> was she? Yeah, that's how she became famous. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, man. She danced on stage with the boss. <laughs> finally starring roger jackson as the voice of ghostface also did the voice of ghostface in all of the other screen movies and provided the voice for ghostface uh ghostface in call of duty Warzone. <laughs> really yeah <laughs> um leading into synopsis courtesy of i am db in the next installment the survivors of the Ghostface killings leave Westboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, that's like, the basic version of it. Yeah, spoiler alert. That <laughs> synopsis doesn't spoil anything. <laughs> it's like, wait, they're going to New York? Mm, spoiler <laughs> alert. This leads mm. us into one of our favorite segments. And for this episode... I guess kind of the only segment that we're doing uh, besides likes and dislikes, it's Kill Count. Kill Count. The time of the show we count. 
The Kills. Blairsky, what do we have for Kill Count? Scream 6. Uh, it is smaller than I thought it was watching it, but the Kill Count is 10. Okay. I'm actually a little bit surprised as well with that one. For um, some reason, I feel like there was more, but I could be tripping. I, I'm curious if it feels like more because the 10 deaths that did happen were so graphic. <laughs> they were brutal, man. Brutal. Um, <laughs> let's just go right into likes and dislikes because I know that this is going to be at the top of the list for both of us. What did you think of the kills in this one? Every single one of them was great. It went, and it, it didn't feel... I mean, it was overkill. It was definitely overkill, but it didn't feel, I guess it did feel over the top, but yeah, they were, it was shocking. <laughs> super gory, super unique. It wasn't like Terrifier 2 over the top, No, you know, but it was, it, it was over the top. Like instead of stabbing someone, you know, one, two, maybe three times like this, he's stabbing people like 15, 20 times, man. He is just going overkill on these people. Well, and the first kill came within the first mm, five minutes of the movie. As it usually does, the scream. Yeah. 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 Good point. <laughs> and it was intense. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it was a lot. And you don't, you don't see a lot, if I can remember. Um, but even just the sounds, I remember talking to you today about the sound of it all. Yeah. Like you could, I mean, close your eyes and it would be just as bad as if you were to see it. Like it is so vivid. Ugh. I love it. I love the sound effects in this movie. Really good. Did you have a favorite kill of the movie? Oh, I'm sure I do. I'm not sure if I have like a favorite kill uh, per yeah. se. I have favorite scenes for sure. Yeah. Which would be, well, I think to be honest, the three best scenes in the movie were the beginning, which yeah. it usually is for screen movies. The scene in the convenience store yeah the, the, which is i think was one of the trailers that came out was pretty much that whole scene in the uh convenience store it was they did leave a few of the graphic parts out in the trailer but yeah they did yeah. show most of it in the trailer but they also didn't show the lead up to the convenience uh, store them coming into the convenience store yeah yeah absolutely right. and also the scene in um the apartment where they're trying to cross the windows with the ladder like that with the shaky ladder so intense the, yeah they did a really good job of building the intensity in this one uh my favorite scene was on the subway yeah that's another one that's another one i forgot it, that so honestly it, it's a longer scene like it, i feel like it maybe lasts 15 minutes um kind of jumping back and forth between the one group and then uh the straggler behinds on the on the subway mm -hmm. and again just another good example of they were just building the tension and it's like you know something's gonna happen but you don't know when and then the the lights start going on and off in the subway it was great that was my favorite scene was the subway scene it was done really well and it had really really good tension yeah yeah i i completely agree yeah so I did mention uh, Hayden Pinatera obviously being in this one after a five-year hiatus. Yeah. I, I want to bring this up. Would you have liked it more if it was a surprise? Or do you appreciate that she was in the trailers? She was on all the promotional stuff. 
So for me, I appreciated knowing that she was going to be in it. Okay. Um, I really, really, really liked her in Scream 4. She was one of my favorite characters in it. Yeah. So it made me and probably a lot of other people want to see it even more, knowing gotcha. that she was going to be in it, you know? And somebody who would have been super excited to see it, regardless of if she was in it or not, that just exactly. kind of put it over the top for you. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it would be cool, like seeing it as a surprise at the time. Yeah. But I, I think they did right by kind of announcing that she was going to be in it. Plus, she played a big role. They and they made a big deal about her being in it. I I'm a little bit on the fence. I also like when they keep it a bit secret. I I'm thinking of a Spider Man when they had um, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield come back. That was great, by the way. And I kind of like that. And like, <laughs> obviously within like a day or even an hour of the film coming out, everybody knows that those people are in the movie, whether they were in the trailer or not. But she was great in this movie. Mm -hmm. She was. What do you feel about Courtney Cox not being in the movie? Do you think it needed her? Do you think it was missing her at all? You mean uh, Nev Campbell? Sorry, yes, Nev Campbell. Um... I like Nev Campbell in these movies. I don't think, um, yeah, I think it was okay without her, but I also, there is a part of me that wish she was in it. And they do do a nice little nod to her and, and mention her character. And, you know, they, they kind of show their respect to the character and then move on from it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They let Everybody's... us know where her character is. Exactly. And I like the fact that they acknowledge it and move on from it. Yeah. Because I feel like if they didn't even bring it up, it would have been a, a little bit more of a slap in the face. <laughs> yeah, I agreed. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, anything you didn't like about this one? Uh, I'm pretty sure me and you kind of dislike one thing, which is the reveal, the killer reveal, which we're not going to get too much into. Obviously, we don't. We want this to be a spoiler-free review, but it was lackluster to me. It was lackluster. I want to mention it again, and I mentioned it to you earlier this morning, and I've been thinking about it. This was like the one thing that's really I've been thinking about, thinking about, thinking about. It felt like a Scooby-Doo villain reveal. Yeah, it kind of did. But that's it, You made me laugh when you told me that today, because um, I didn't think of that before, but you are kind of right. It is. I honestly, when it, when the... When, yeah, when Ghostface was revealed, I did not care. I was like, oh, cool. You know, it wasn't who I was expecting it to be. And I'm not going to say who that was either, because I don't want to spoil it. But uh, yeah, I felt like it was a bit of, a bit of a cop-out. And it was a little bit boring. Like, I, I felt like it was a boring reveal. I agree with the reveal part of it. But the fight, the killer, and the rest of the cast had afterwards, after the reveal, was really good. What they lost in the reveal, they majorly made up for in that, yeah, that final battle, like you said. Yeah, it was really good. There's one more thing that I wasn't crazy about. I thought the script was not great. Like the... Um... Like all the dialogue and everything? Yeah. I thought like at a lot of the times it felt really mushy. Like all of the stuff with like the core four. Like I felt like how many times did they mention the core four? It's like, yeah, we get it. Like we get it. The core four. I just, it felt, 
I don't know, at times mm. it just felt like it was so touchy feely and it was so mushy. And it's like, this is a slasher movie. <laughs> Move on from it. Like, I don't know. I, 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 get, I, I do get that. More than anything, I think it was maybe repetitive. Um, which, I mean, you get that all the time in horror movies, especially in the sixth one in a franchise. Yeah, um, yeah. Sometimes stuff is going to get a little stale, and sometimes it's going to be a bit repetitive. But I wasn't crazy about the dialogue. Well, that's fair. That's fair that you say that. I didn't notice it that much, but I did just now think of another thing I really didn't like. Yeah. Um, and without giving spoilers, um, some of the characters survived where I think they shouldn't have. Yeah. Which and... kind of drove me a little nuts. I was like, no way um, some of these people are You would have alive. come back from that. Yeah. yeah. I totally agree with you. <laughs> and then others said, yeah, other times you think they're gone and they come back and it's like, what? Like, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I will say, going back to what I like, though, every single scene with Ghostface is top-notch uh, honestly it's the same thing for every slasher movie the best yeah. scenes in slasher movies are the one with the lead antagonist in it yeah everybody wants to see Ghostface. everyone wants to see leatherface everyone wants to see michael myers you know that's what we pay money for is Ghostface. Yeah. yeah and i agree every single scene Ghostface was in for the most part was pretty badass it's so fucking good, man. He's so menacing in this movie, which is what I what I really did love about this movie. He's so mysterious. There's yeah. so much mystery, and that's yeah, it's yeah, it's great. <laughs> who who is um, your favorite character? Like, who's your favorite character besides obviously Ghostface? Like, who's your favorite character out of like kind of like the main cast in this film? In this film, yeah. Hmm. I mean, Hayden Pinatero was great. She was great, especially after not being in film for five years. Courtney Cox was great. Like all of the leads, Jenna Ortega was great. I um, love Jenna Ortega and Melissa Barrera together. Um, their relationship was really, really, it, it, it felt genuine. Yeah, it's they're really good. I, I thought Melissa Barrera was very good. Yeah, she kind of led the led the film. Like, I mean... It was her and Ghostface. She was yeah. really the lead character in this movie, I would say. Yeah, she was for sure, man. The, Which is yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, the next um, Sydney Prescott, basically, in the franchise. Yeah, which, you know, big shoes to fill. Yeah, for sure there. Um, I'm curious to see what comes next with this franchise. Let me tell you, I read already that they're wanting to start shooting Scream 7 this year. That's the thing. It's horror movies nowadays are making crazy amounts of money. They are. Like they are box office smash hits more often than not, especially when you can throw like, for example, this one, when you throw a name like Jenna Ortega on it. Yeah. That name alone, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, is going to draw people who hate horror movies. They hate getting scared. They hate blood. They hate gore, but they're going to go and see it because she's in it. Like they, it's so smart, but the, I mean, the new era, man. I it it makes me a little bit nervous that they're pumping them out so quickly. I I'm just always afraid that it's going to be quantity over quality. Well, that's the thing. I'm okay with it as long as they keep getting better. 
Yeah, I agreed. And they just got to, yeah, they just got to keep building off of what they have. They cannot take their foot off the gas. Um, Anything else you liked? Anything else you disliked? I don't know, man. I think we've probably freaking covered it a little. <laughs> we babbled. We babbled. You, you know, like without without giving, you know, some spoilers away or to getting too deep into the movie, I think we yeah. pretty much covered the basics of it. Uh, I want to throw in one more quick dislike, and it had nothing to do with the movie itself, but the theater I saw the movie in was like Grand Central Station. Um, <laughs> people were moving the whole film, and that took me out of it at parts. And it wasn't like um, when we saw Winnie the Pooh, people were getting up and moving quite frequently, but it was crazy. It it was, it was <laughs> yeah, like I was watching, atmosphere. it was like I was watching a movie in a food court and it was just like, <laughs> what, what am I supposed to be watching now? Like the people walking in front of me or the movie? Like it was crazy. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so we're not going to do lessons we learned. We're not going to do line of the night. We're not going to do celebrity lookalike time. Instead, we're going to go straight to the final review. Blairski out of five homemade Babadook costume wearing subway using New Yorkers out of five. What do you give scream six? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, I am giving it four homemade Babadook costume wearing subway using New Yorkers out of five. It is my second favorite scream movie. Probably. I'm it makes me stoked that you were, uh, satisfied with it that's wicked because i know that it's one that we've been talking about for ages so i'm glad that it met expectations um for me i think maybe my expectations were a bit too high and that's my own fault <laughs> so i'm going to give it three and a half homemade babadook costume wearing subway using new yorkers out of five there you go there you go um that's all we got to say for review set scare with jess and blair i'm jess and I'm Blair. Remember to stay scary. And eat every sandwich. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Reviews at Scare. Make sure you check out our link tree at linktree slash reviews at scare. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash reviews at scare which has links to our Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, Twitch, and many other things. If you'd like to email us, you can reach us at reviewsatscare at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and remember to stay scary and eat every sandwich. <laughs>